Today on The Breakdown, we're going to ramp up some of our aggression as a 5-10 gash game really explodes into a, it like takes an on-ramp into craziness, partially because they're just so deep. Like, who plays these games where you have $15,000 behind besides Gary Edelstein? Well, apparently these guys do. And uh, you may have noticed I've been working a particular word into this opening. I don't know, the more clever of you, the more astute of you may have figured that out. The word is ramp, and there's a reason why. See, if you can guess right now on The Breakdown (laughs) with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Let me see if I can guess. Yeah, you go. All right, so you had a dream last night. And it was about your Hot Wheels set that you had as a kid, mm-hmm. one of those little plastic ramps that you launched the Hot Wheels off of. And when you launched the Hot Wheels off of the plastic ramp, it actually ended up kind of flying into this empty space that represented the love that you felt like you deserved but never got as a child. And that ramp was really sticking with you. And that's why you kept saying ramp in the opening. Okay. I love the specificity of the guests. Thank you. And the depth. Yeah. That we've mined. Yeah. Uh, I was really reading into it. Yeah. It's completely wrong. Okay. However, however, there's a lot of truth behind it, too. Of course. Like, I did play with Hot Wheels as a child. <laughs> who, who didn't? I did have plastic ramps that the cars flew off into the ether into, and it did represent Did that you have place. an ether? You had an ether to, to launch stuff into? Yeah, I did. Yeah? I still do. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? <laughs> Just throw more stuff into it. Okay. Isn't that what you do with ether? You just put stuff there? Yeah, and then it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty great. It's like the negative zone in the Fantastic Four movies and or comic books. But no, that's not why I was saying the word ramp. I was saying ramp, Grant. Yeah. Because one of the two players in this hand is Rampage. 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 What's his actual name? Ethan? Yeah, I think so. Ethan. Pretty sure. I could look it up. But I'm not going to. He's a, he's a popular streamer these days. He is. He's getting lots of views, lots of the clicks. And he, you know, he recently had a video that you sent to me, you shared with me. Or maybe he was, no, it was no, on shared Discord. on the Discord. One of the, one of the people on Discord. Shared it on our, after our last Rampage hand that we yep. did. It was um, a really good video. By the way, check out our Discord. So the, the Discord link is in the description of this podcast. Um, you'll find cool stuff like you know, videos relevant to the hand that we did, along with your hands that you can post for, for review and stuff. It's fun. We have a lot of fun there. Um, but the whole video, the whole point was that Rampage was like lamenting how he had taken a shot at higher stakes and failed miserably. But since that happened, he won the MSPT main in Vegas during the series for 220 K. Yep. He's by the name, Ethan Yao. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, he probably is no longer feeling so he feels, he probably feels pretty justified at taking his shots now, even though that was an $1,100 buy-in and that's a significantly less of a bankroll hit than buying into these high stakes cash games as far as the risk taking involved the but. vlog entry he talks about how you know he's mostly playing like five ten normally so buying into these things for like thirty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars is like so outside his his level of familiarity and yeah. norm it's it's a really strange thing to do to take such a step up because you're just gonna it's so easy to be cowed by the stakes you well know? you could see why he became a popular vlogger yeah. right because the other guys aren't really doing that or right. if they if brett owen is playing those stakes now it's like it took him many many years to slowly get to that spot oh absolutely no yeah. I, I don't know that brett owen is playing 50K yeah, maybe not. Buy in crash games. I don't think he is. He did play the 25K heads up thing, mm. but he might have been like bought into that. Yeah, I, who don't knows? Know. I can't speak to it. We I don't, don't we have no idea. Yeah. 
But anyway, so so it's an interesting thing watching someone sort of jump up in stakes. I would say from watching him play, he definitely had some pretty obvious leaks in his game as we like did his last hand. Yeah. Um, we're going to do this hand too. We'll talk about it. Uh, this hand too, though, I think there's just some stuff that seems like notable to work on. Uh, look, we all have things to work on, but when you jump up from 510 to you know 5100 or something like that, you could be in a lot of trouble. Like you're putting yourself in real jeopardy, at least financially. And so... You know, well, I think the leaks, the, the leaks that you're going to put out here that we also pointed out in the last time are show that his name is kind of accurate. His yes. self, his self moniker of Rampage is kind of he's just like foot on the gas pedal at all times, which you pointed out after he won the MSPT should work a lot better in tournament than cash game because people, you know, their chips are really valuable in a, in a tournament in the way they're not in a cash game, and and that type of aggression is going to be more effective. It's so much easier in a cash game to sort of roll your eyes and throw a calling chip in when it's for, like, some huge amount. Where you're like, I mean, it sucks, but he just, you know, it's an all-in, but whatever, I call. Like, I don't believe you. And in a tournament, like, at a final table, even if you don't believe him, it's just, in practice, it's so much harder for people to It's devastating to lose that, unless you're like Rampage and you're taking a shot in a cash game that's for, like, your whole bankroll. Then it's probably even more devastating than losing the tournament. Yeah. But typically, you should not find yourself in that spot in a cash game, and the players that Rampage was playing against probably were not feeling that for the most part which makes it a less effective strategy in a cash game than a tournament. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it, is it fair to say instead of calling him Rampage, we should call him Spew Page? No, it's probably not. That, no, that would, be, that would be unfair. It would be, un, it goes, it's unsaid. <laughs> I, I want to give him actually a little bit of credit, though. Yeah, no. For, for making kidding. that video. About oh, that video is amazing. It was how I, I failed as a poker player or something like that. I failed as a That's exactly what it's called. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, that's, that's a ballsy, cool video to put out when it isn't, I mean, he probably recognize that that would get clicks. But also, mm-hmm. it's tough to make that admission after recently losing significant chunks on taking a shot. Like, that's that's cool. You know, that's a cool I character mean, trait to be I, able to do that. I had never watched a single Rampage video. I watched that entire video and really appreciated it because it felt honest. You yeah. know, it didn't feel like he was doing it for the clicks. It felt like he was doing it just to be... Like, he sort of, I believe, comes off in his stuff without really knowing. But, like, as you know, like, the cool, like, aggressive guy who's probably successful at 5'10". And, yeah. and now he got his sort of head handed to him, and he, like, was willing to sort of, like, get up in front of the media, answer all the questions, right. you know, um, and, like, sort of just say, here's how much money I lost. I was probably in over my head. You know, it really felt terrible. Like, I appreciated that. I've yeah. Been, we've all been there. Not to that extent. I haven't played... I haven't gone up that much in stakes. I usually just go one level you're at not, a time. You're not the guy who's going to take a massive shot. No. I'm going to take a very small shot, and when, when that goes well, I'll eventually take a slightly bigger shot. You know, right. as I like now, like I, I establish a new level of stakes. I remember like being forced to play. This is a long time ago now, but I was playing 2040 limit hold'em at a professional level, and it was yeah. going great. And there was a 3060 game which I never played in because I didn't want to lose in that game. And uh, our 2040 game br- turned into a 3060 game, and I really didn't want it to. And the whole table wanted it to. And I went to the floor. I'm like, well, I don't want it to. And she said, well, you're outvoted, so like you can either play or not. But too bad. And so I was like, fine. And so I played it and it was, you know, it was the same guys. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course I can play this. These are all the same dudes. What am I talking about? And then that was a good learning for me. And then, so then I was a 3060 player, you know, and uh, I was making a lot more money. It was great. I had a great year. Uh, so, so that, but that's like the way I end up going up. Like I, I, in Vegas, I'm like, well, let's go from 3060 to 4080 at Bellagio. You know, I remember talking to you when we were first in yeah. Vegas the first time, I'm like maybe I should play 6120 and you're like, I'll buy a little of your action if you yeah. want it. And you know, like, but I never would go. Yeah. Like let's, I'm just only going to jump into 200, 400, but that's like a lot of my friends do things like that too. And Rampage does that, right? Like yes. he was buying in for 
1500 to 2k in most of his games and then he ends up buying in for 30 to 50k in a I bunch mean, of games that's a, that's a massive step up it feels like a huge mistake just from a psychological point of view yeah you you can't possibly like it's hard to be a person who can play your a game in that situation i mean yeah like the only unless you're like super rich and you're playing that's to me the stakes are all the same to you anyway and you're finally like you're moving up because you think you're like ready does that count as taking a shot though it's if definitely not super, taking it's something nah, else it's yeah. like it's just moving up right it's different yeah it's you're right um, when you're super rich, all this stuff is different, right? Because right. the stakes don't affect you. So it's other things are going on. If know? I, if I were like super rich, you know, like, yeah, if I had like, like me, super, sure, rich. sure. <laughs> if I, if I had a time machine, went back to 2009 and, and bought 5,000 Bitcoin. Sure. You know, that would do it. That'll do it. I, I would probably not just play the highest stakes I could find. I would probably mm-hmm. play the most fun games I could find. Like maybe right. there's a 510 game that's like more fun and intellectually challenging than a 2550 game. I'd rather play the 510 game. Yeah. Right? So it's not really about the stakes at, if you're super rich. It's about how much fun you have in the game. It would also be about the personalities of the players, I yeah. think, a lot. Because like often you sit down, or I sit down at a poker table and I'm like, oh, I hate these fucking people. I do right. not enjoy half of these people. And I wish I wasn't at this table. And I'll start to think about, should I switch tables? Should I just leave? Like, I don't like this, you know? And it usually works itself out one way or another. But but like if you're like a billionaire or you know whatever, you know, nine figures over here, you could like I mean this is I think where people say like being a po- part of being a professional poker player is being charming. You know, this is where that really matters. Like you want to keep the whale in your game. Part of being Make a sure they're having a good time. Part of being a professional cash game player. Is that's big, right. Yeah. That's right. You can be Phil Helmuth if you're a professional tournament player. Well, I don't know if that's even true really, right? Like so uh, Jason Kuhn yeah. talked about how he um, this was this is cash, but it's but it plays the same I think in this example uh, where he was at Macau and he had just like given money for his chips and he sat down and someone went all in for like some incredible amount of money just not blind but like just open shoved yeah and it came to him and the chips hadn't even gotten to him yet and he bought in for some huge amount of money you know something like I don't know a million dollars right like that. $500,000, whatever it was, whatever the, the buy-in would be. He looked at his cards. He had King, King Queen, so he just said, call. Just put his... And part of it was because he wants those guys to, like, think he's worth keeping in the game and keeping around. And those are the same guys who are in these high buy-in tournaments. Like, all the, like Bill Perkins, I think one of the reasons why he plays these big buy-in tournaments is because everyone's super nice to him. I think that matters. So you're saying if... Well, okay, that's among the high rollers only. Yeah. Like, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about keeping billionaires in the game. Right, but... At the same point, there are people you want to keep in the game if you're a five ten player too, right? And yes. the equivalent tournaments to five ten, you don't need to do any work uh, to keep those guys in the game because they're going to be playing them. You are one hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yes, and for sure in the five ten game, you absolutely want to make. Look, you don't have to do any of these things. Like it's not your job to do that, but if you want it to be the most profitable it can be, that is part of your job. And like you're allowed to, you know, do that or not. Like, Honestly, if it feels like a job, you're probably kind of an asshole, right? Unless. Unless the, the whales are really complete assholes themselves. I mean, guess what? A lot of the whales are, are a lot of work to talk to. Yeah, okay, Like, a fair. lot of them. And I, when I say whales, yeah, I don't mean the, the billionaires. I mean, like, I've definitely been in games where it's like, you know, my friend got me into this side game. This was, this was like five or six years ago around here. And uh, we were playing, I think we were playing 1020 or something like that with straddles and stuff. And, and not limit, by the way. This is, sure. We were playing mixed weird games and stuff. You know, so like we're making up as we go. So like big money was moving around, big-ish money, whatever. And, uh, and these guys were not all, but mostly recreational players, and they were all assholes. I did not like any of them. Really? Yeah, and me and my friend, my friend was like texting me because he was in the game too, like, I'm sorry, you know, like... But I mean, but that's is- not always going to be the case. That sounds like a bad 
Sure, but, there, but there's a lot of that. I'm saying there's a lot of that. The, the, the more money guys have, and the more they feel like um, that they're made a Teflon because no one calls them out on their shit because people are trying to keep them around, the oh, more so asshole they can become, too. They're creating uh, uh, forever chemicals and, ma- and putting plastic in all of our bodies for the rest of time. Do you time? think they're not putting plastic in our bodies? I think the rich guys are doing that. Everyone's doing that. But especially the rich I'm guys. I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm putting plastic in everyone's bodies. Yeah. yeah. Mostly yeah. I'm just curious. It's more of a... I just want to see what happens. <laughs> It's an experimental thing. All right, we, I feel like we've gotten way, way, way far afield from where we were. I mean, so, like, the normal openings include something way further from poker than this has been. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, interesting point. Yeah. Interesting point. I failed as a poker player. Yeah. E- Ethan Yao. Yeah, but then he succeeded as a poker player. Yeah. By winning that MSBT thing for 220K. So Absolutely. Good for him. I'm happy for I'm him. I'm happy for him, too. I really am. But let's see how he played this cash game hand. Okay, let's see if we... Think it was bad. <laughs> Let's guess. Okay. Um, suggested by Jay Wrecker. Right on. Old school. Very old school. He, I believe, suggested on Twitter, but you know what? He might have just suggested on Discord, so let's just say he did. There is a place to suggest hands on Discord, of course, as I said earlier. There is a link to our Discord server in the podcast show notes, as all the cool people like Planet Money calls it like the show notes. Um, you know? Yeah, they do. Uh, all the cool podcasts. You call, you call it show notes now, like you've been doing it for months. Sometimes, but I mostly call it the description. No, you know, you're a show notes guy. You're a show notes guy. You're like elitist. Do, you, do, you, do, your, do your fucking, do your stable of horses compete in dressage also, Grant? Well, no. That's a really stupid question. You have your race horses and you have your dressage horses, and you're implying those are the same <laughs> horses? Like, what boat did you just fall off see, of? See, you don't realize it, but you just indicted yourself with that answer. What? You don't even see it. You can't I, even see it. I have. I don't have more than 30 horses. Like, is this, is this a, a large amount of horses in your world? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You can't even... You're so used to being surrounded okay, by... Okay, okay. So my ratio is a little off. I'm like 18 dressage horses and 12 racehorses. I know most people go the other way with it. Are you saying that's pretentious? Because dressage is like dancing but it's not really dancing it's if, you, if you actually dancing. know if you actually know the intricacies of it it's more it's more about control it's like a dog show a dog show wow i disagree first of all very strong dressage wow beautiful so what's your what's your ratio what's your horse ratio i think it's pretty clearly a 19 to 11 ratio if you if you have 30 it's it's racing to dressage um is this if you're is this if you're breeding too because I'm not breeding i'm just buying oh you're not breeding? I'm, I'm just buying selling i'm kind of a middleman oh. and then i'm dressaging a lot a lot of dressaging, <laughs> mostly, mostly recreationally. Would you call it dance or would you call it uh, like a ballet? Like a ballet, a is horse ballet. Is ballet not a form of dance? It is, but it's a more specific form of dance, right? I, I mean, so it like the let river me frame it in another. Well, let me frame it in another way, yeah. okay? I would say that dance is a generous thing to call whatever it is that humans do when compared to the art of dressage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, whoever's editing this video, uh, this this uh, podcast, take that quote out. <laughs> We're gonna put that everywhere. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have your eighteen dressage horses and 12, 12 race horses. That's oh, nineteen to eleven, uh, and it's the other way. And I mean, everyone knows that, and you're you're kind of dumb. To say I mean, that. we're just in silence. We're getting. We're, there's nothing we can do here, right? Because we're we're getting the same news as all the people who think the same as us, and clearly we're on opposite <laughs> sides of things. We're siloed from each other, and we we have our reasons. We think, of course, it's this way. But there's no like, there's no way around it. You don't think I can? You don't think I can pull out a spreadsheet right now and show you that you're wrong and I'm right? Do you really not believe that? I I know if you're if you're using the X value that I think you're using, (laughs) then I'm sure you're right. But of course, of course, I would use I would use two point seven. Right. You're obviously using two point one. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a 1999 value, wow. buddy. Did you see the 2011? Oh, yeah. Did you see the 2011 report? 1999 is when most of the things that were important in dressage were figured out. That's what old school people say. Oh, yeah. My God. Oh, yeah. Like you can, oh, you can, do you like Bitcoin you can, too? You can limp under the gun all the time with a whole with your whole range because you know it's nice. You know what? You know what? Grant hates peanut butter and jelly. You know why? Because it wasn't invented in the last four years. Unbelievable. Let's move on. <laughs> So, so this is like us just proving that we really can go way farther afield. Yeah, that, I think that's that what it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, just what percentage of the audience did you think thought there was anything genuine in, in that? I'm going to go pretty low on that one. Is wheel listening? <laughs> so 0.01 <laughs> or something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's do it. Okay. It's a 5-10 game, but it is not going to play like a 5-10 game. No. Because there is not, not one, one, not, not two. two. But, but three <laughs> straddles. Wow, we, did, we didn't even plan that out. <laughs> nope. Three straddles. So a twenty forty and eighty dollars straddle. Yep. In this five ten game, <laughs> and we're, and we're deep, of course. Yeah. So this is like plays super big. Yeah. And shit's crazy already, effectively. Yep. Uh, so Rampage is going to be the opener in this hand. He's in the small blind. The big blind. He's in the big blind. It I'm folds sorry. around to him. He's in the big blind. Hey, guess what I did? I. Uh, Went ahead and did not record Rampage's actual hand. I know it's King yeah, Jack. King Jack, yeah. yeah and it's King Jack off, and you can look it up while I, while I talk about what he does. He raises to $210, 250 $250, as I said. $250. And so he's got a $20 straddle, a $40 straddle, and an $80 straddle behind him. Correct? Yep, that's correct. Right. So what happens? King of Spades, <laughs> Jack of Hearts. Right. Well, thank God someone knows something. Um, you got a player named Slops. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that for a long time. Okay. Um, so first of all, the, the first straddle folds. The first straddle folds. Rampage, do you think it's good to open King Jack off in this scenario? I think probably, yeah. Like, we're going to make it enough that only the, the, the final straddle, the third straddle, can call with a wide range. Yeah. Everyone else has to, like, make a play at us or fold. Mostly they're just going to Unless fold. you're Slops. Okay. Well, obviously, Slops is going to do different things. Yeah, he, he chose... Why Rampage is he chose, called Slops? Well, I don't know, because we talked about <laughs> how Rampage chose a, an apt moniker. Oh, God. I hope Slops did not choose it. Well, what, what kind of characteristics would Slops have to have for the moniker to be accurate? Okay, so he's going to be this big doughy fella. Yeah. Who doesn't really look to no, be that. he isn't. But, okay, so but, be other but reasons. My, me imagining what Slops looks Please. like. Big doughy fella. Oh, okay. Pretty sweaty. Um, he's often eating something covered in gravy while at the table. The gravy sometimes spills onto the table. He doesn't even really notice. <laughs> he just keeps, keeps on going about it. His, his chips are not stacked in uniform okay. sizes. They are not well-ordered. Um, Rather than have this continue turn into you hating on everyone who weighs more than you by even a pound, what if instead... Wow. <laughs> Wow. Sorry. I'm always doing that. I can't help myself. Um, what if, because so Slops actually doesn't look like that, though. He's not a big doughy guy, no. right? He's actually like kind of a normal looking dude, right? He's just like a dude with a hat on and he's got a beard. So, what do you think with this actual guy? Because we do have this data. We know he isn't just eating gravy, he's not eating anything. Why would they call him Slops? Well, why does he call himself Slops? Why does he call himself Slops? Even better question. I can think of a few answers, but they're not really good to say out loud. Well, then don't. From a poker perspective, I would say this means he's loose. Like it's like a loose name. How is a guy named Slots anything Slops anything but loose? Right. right. That guy is like, oh, it's Slops raised. We better fold. Yeah, slops only has aces and kings here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Slops. I mean, that is 
One of the all-time great poker names, right? It's with two P's also, which somehow makes it better. And maybe it's something to do with his last name. Maybe it's yeah. his last name is Slop, uh, Slopovich or something. And it's Sloppington. Like, um, slops. Um, but I hope it's not that. I hope it's something way more funny and interesting than that. The fact that there's two P's does make me think it's probably a last name. Yeah, I know. S-L-O-P-P-S. It's great. It's a great name no matter what. And I love that they call him that. Yes. You know, he calls himself that way. Anyway, it's slops. on Slops now. Yeah. Who's in the second straddle, which is $40. Rampage made it two fifty with the King Jack out of the big blind. Yep. Slops has 12.8K in front of him. Sure. He's going to do something a little sloppy. He's going to make the call with 5-4 off. This is horrific. So he's just loose. He slops. He is beyond slops. That is, that's not just loose. That's, cr- that's really loose. I mean, that's you've seen lots loose. of players make plays like this. Of course I have. Yeah. But, you know, we're playing 40-80. Whether we, whether, when we said we were playing 5-10, we're currently playing 40-80. Yeah. He had $20 in, right? No, he had $40. Yeah, 40 Whatever. He's just putting another 210 with a guy to act behind him with 5-4 off against a raise for no reason. Because he wants to play the hand. Because he put $40 and he wants to play the hand. Because he's, he's at the casino to play right. poker, and you don't play poker by folding. The truth is this, too. When people, and this is something everyone should always keep in mind. When someone straddles, unless it's like the tables agreed to do straddles for hours, they're generally going to not fold. Like, yeah. They put that money in. They're not going to, they're rarely going to just let it go. They're there to play. Yeah. So even though there's a straddle behind him, so it's more, it isn't 120, it's 250 to call, or in yeah. this case, 210 to call, because um, he's got 40 bucks in there. Slops is like, I mean, I already got $40 in there. I can't just, I can't just let it go, even though I have five, four off suit. This is just clearly, I mean, this is why, you know, we say all these things about Rampage, but Rampage just can't be doing that badly in this game when Slops is here, right? No, that seems correct. No matter what size game this is. Are you ready for a reasonable decision? Yes. Guy named Cy, C-Y. Okay, like Cy Young? Yeah, like Cy Young. Cool. Perhaps named after Cy Young, because, you know, nobody really names their kids Cy anymore, so probably named after Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, calls in the, in the third straddle, $80 straddle with ace, eight of clubs. He's got 14.5K in front of him. This is a very reasonable call, and I'm happy. Of course it is. Is a raise better, though? That was something I was to, just wondering. We have to ask. Is it better? Okay, obviously, it's a reasonable thing we could do. Folding is out of the question. We get to be in position against everyone, so that's kind of nice. It makes me a little more excited to just call. Yeah, if the button open, maybe a raise is better. A raise is also like, we're putting a lot of money in for a game that we originally saw as a 5-10 game. We're putting like $1,000 in pre-flop with Ace-8. Well, we were probably aware that this type of thing could happen. We're the guy who put $80 on. That's true. That is true. Um, is it better? We're going to get a lot of faults. We're going to win $580 right now. Yeah, or a little bit more, right? That's pretty good. By calling, we're going to lose the hand a lot, a lot more of the time, but we do have a chance to win a pretty nice sized pot when we win. Yeah, right. This hand plays pretty well as like a multi-way go see the flop kind of a hand. I think I'm inclined to call mostly. What do you think? Yeah, I think I am too. I think also Rampage might have a few too many four bets in him if he's willing to it's go rampage. with it because yeah. it's rampage and also like the situation lends itself to us three betting a lot. So yes. he might not believe us. I would rather take a worse hand than this to do with like a six off suit feels like a much better three betting hand than ace eight suited. Here. Yeah. You know, this, this hand is going to be pretty happy seeing a flop. Sure. Sure. So he does call. Okay. Good for him. Yeah. Seven seventy five in the pot. Mm-hmm. We've got four or five for slops. <laughs> got sigh with ace eight and rampage with King Jack. Ace of diamonds, three of clubs, ten of spades. So Rampage flops a gut shot. Gut shot for slops. And uh, Ace eight makes a medium top pair. Not a very happy top pair for Sai, but happy to hit an ace. Yep. Is this a bet for Rampage? Yes. Yeah, of course. How do you want to size it? 775 in there. 
we don't have to go that big. Hands that are sticking around are probably sticking around. Like, can we get King Queen to fold? We block it anyway. Uh, we'd have to size it up to get King Queen to fold. And I don't know that it's going to fold anyway in position against yeah. us. I'd be very worried about that. So I'm not going to try and fold out two Broadway, two paint cards here. I'm going to try and fold out the other stuff, like pocket sixes and stuff like that, which I think we might succeed and we don't have to bet super big to do. Yeah, sure. So if there's, what you, 775? I don't know. Can we bet 300? Let's bet 300. Rampage thinks you can bet 325. Okay. That's what he does. What do you want to bet? I think I want to bet somewhere in that range. I think I'd like to go even smaller if I could. Oh, yeah? Like 275, but it's not. It's That's all really close yeah. to each other. All three of those sizes, yeah. They're all reasonable, and I think any of them are fine. You want to be shocked? Yes. Slops folds his gut shot. I honestly am shocked. How why? You, why? Why would you call to fold 5-4 off? This is one of the better flops. It's a hidden gut shot, too. Like, people are not looking out for that gut shot in particular. The deuce comes in. You're the fucking man, bro. Do you think Slops maybe didn't see that he had a gut shot? That is possible. He's just... Maybe he also... He's aware that he has a guy behind him, too. Although, if the gutter comes in, you're good. Is it a rainbow board? It is. That's even better. And there's not that many hands the guy behind you can raise. Also, when we call, the guy behind us is going to fold more marginal stuff than he would otherwise. His, this hand he's going to call because he's got top pair. But if he had, like, jack 10. He might fold If that, we yeah. call, he's probably folding, yeah. right? But, so, like, now we get to be in position against Rampage, who's going to check a lot on the turn and give up when we get to win. Plus, of course, we can, hit our, we can hit the nuts. This feels like weird to decide to fold once we decided to call. It doesn't seem flat. like the same player. Exactly. He's like, I'm slops in the sheets. But I'm mops in the streets, baby. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I mean... You think that's why he's called slops, though? Yeah. Because he slops in I the I just sheets. really don't like these slops decisions here. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I don't like I either. really wouldn't do the pre-flop thing, and I really would call the flop. Like, now how, you have to call. How could you fold? Slop, how much money does slops have? Uh, 12K? Yeah, we 13, have to call. 13K? Yeah. It's crazy not to call this in this spot, which I... Yeah, the guy behind us has is the widest range of all of us. Yeah. Too. He's folding. It's it's crazy unlucky that he actually has stop pair here. Like he's often going to be folding. Yeah, I'm very surprised to see slops fold here. I think it's such a good sh- spot and then as soon as Rampage checks the turn, which is what we're hoping for, we just always bet. Even even if we get a call behind us, we probably bet. Honestly. And there are scenarios where we and we have really good implied odds to hit our, when we hit our deuce. Oh, both guys call. Well, I mean, even if Rampage is the only opponent like there are times when he has a, a reasonable ace or he's going to oh, rush sure. it and induces a hidden gut shot. Like when yep. we have 5-4, he's looking out more for Broadway gut shots, I think. When Rampage has a hand, we have great implied odds because of the ace-high nature of the board. When he doesn't have a hand, we're going to win almost always. Yeah. Right? So seems like pretty good. Yeah. And of course, there's going to be a lot of turns where we have to fold. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's fine. It's 325. Exactly. Put the money in, Slops. Come on, Slops. What the hell? Anyway, Slops folds. Sai can do nothing but call, right? Um, I don't know what else he'd do. Raise because he's bad, but he apparently isn't that. He's going to call. Yes. He's not a dummy. Yeah. Why would you you raise? He's like, I'm sighing the sheets, but I'm trying in the streets. (laughs) I should have flipped it. It would have been better, right? Sighing in the streets, and I'm trying in the sheets. Do you think slaps is slaps in the sheets? (laughs) 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 Are you going to try and transition to the nitrogen ad right now? Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. That's a tough. That's a tough pull, man. You want to be slops in the sheets, nitrogen <laughs> sports. <laughs> oh, I hope slops hears this. Me I too. want slops to hear this. Slops, if you're out there, we love you. We do. We do. Just for your name alone. I know nothing about you, but we, I like you, I like your name. We don't like your poker. Your two poker decisions we've seen, but we love your name and we love you. Yes. Anyway, nitrogen. We love them even more. Yes, we do. They're nitrogen in the streets and the sheets, which is good for you because they're Bitcoin only. 
<laughs> yeah, and that means that's a meaningful thing. That means in the streets can, and the sheets. Yeah, because you can get your money in there really easily and fast, and your money out easily and fast. Ninety minutes or less, you get your money out. I mean, that's like ordering a pizza from certain uh, pizza places in, in in the area. Sure. If, if know, they have a bit of a backlog, yeah, if they're a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you might get that money by playing the Poker Guys monthly tournament, which is great expected value for everyone who plays because there is an automatic overlay. Yes, there is, and I love how you said that. Yeah, automatic I, overlay, I, indeed. I, you like it better than always an overlay because it's better. It's okay. It's just clearly better. Either way, it's true. They mm. they put up forty percent of the prize pool minimum each month. It's the last Sunday of every month. You have to use the link in the show notes Ooh. when you sign up for Nitrogen, or you don't even get to see that tournament in the tournament lobby. But it's basically free expected value for you. And Nitrogen has been doing it forever. It's not like a new thing, and they're going to decide not to do it this month. They've always been doing it. Yeah, it's been years. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you don't sign up using the link in the show notes, it'll be like that that stuff in They Live where you're walking around, and then you finally you don't get ever get to put on those sunglasses and see the truth. Anyway, use the link. There's lots of cool stuff. They do March Madness stuff. They do NFL Survivor Pool stuff for you. It's free. There's free free payouts. I mean, the, the payouts are actual Bitcoin. They're not free. But, you know, yeah. you get the point. It's excellent. Get a nitrogen. Get you some poker. Get you some poker. All right. Here we go. Yep. Let us take a look at the old uh, turn card here after Cy calls. Okay. There's 1.4K in the pot. The turn is the five of diamonds. Pretty much never affects anything unless I had deuce four. And we're still like really deep, right, between these two players. Yes. Size, size the effective stack. He started with 14.3K. There's okay. 1.4 in the pot. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of money to go. Yeah. Cool. So big question for, for Rampage is, do we keep betting on this card? Like, obviously, it doesn't improve our equity in any way. It's not a range advantage card for us. It's not a range advantage card for our opponent either. It's a neutral card. Like, how do, how do, we, how do we look at this? <laughs> um, okay. So... There's, there's sort of competing interests here, I think, a little bit. Our hand is sort of, like, not great in that, like, the kinds of things we'd most want to fold out would have these kinds of cards in them, right? We're try- we, like, the gut shots would be, like, things we'd love to fold out if we could, right? Um, we block those. Still, those can exist. We're obviously not just targeting gutters. We're targeting tens. Maybe it's not slops, it's Psy. Maybe Psy can have other just pocket pair type things like pocket sevens and are called once because he's closing the action and it's heads up. Yeah. It's not impossible. He's in position. Actually, I would, I would expect him to call with any pair now that I think about it. So we can target a lot of things here. Like, I don't think an ace is going to fold, but we should be able to get almost everything else to fold, right? Yeah, you think we can fold out a 10? I think at least some of the time we can. And we should be sizing it up here at least a little bit anyway. And we still have a gutter to the nuts. And by the way, if we're up against a 10, then all paint is good for us. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I want to take a shot. I'm going yeah. to do it. All right. I, I'm, I, I'm on board, and so is Rampage. Okay. He bets 1K. 1K into 1.4. Yep, there's the sizing up. Yeah. That should fold out at 10 almost always. I like it. This is, this is going to work pretty well. Yep, but Sai has an ace, so it shouldn't work unless Sai is really tight, right? Yeah, that's good. especially against Rampage. It's he too early. He should know a little bit about Rampage to know he can't fold. Yeah. So Sai calls. Yeah. Pot's 3.4K. Okay. The river is the 10 of clubs. Okay. So ace of diamonds, three of clubs, ten of spades, five of diamonds, ten of clubs. Mm-hmm. Is it give up time now for Rampage? I mean, was were most cards give up cards or is Rampage... Like, let's say for a second it wasn't a ten of clubs because I have thoughts on the ten of clubs. Me too. But let's say it was the uh, seven of... The brick of bricks. Seven of clubs. Yeah. Should Rampage go for it on those cards? I think Rampage can go for it on those cards. I don't know if he should, but it at least makes sense to, right? And that, like, his story still makes some sense, right? He can have ace-ten, he can have... Maybe even Ace King. I think even Ace King can bet the river. Yeah. Right? 
this 10 of clubs, though, kind of cuts off some of those avenues in terms of the the more medium value. I don't think he's going to have any more so much, right? Because what is he betting for value now if he were to bet? What's the story? Yeah. This is my my concern. Pocket aces, ace 10, pocket 10, sure. Um, Other flop sets, which would be the... uh, Is it pocket threes? Threes, yeah. Yeah, pocket threes. Great. Maybe even wherever the turn is. Maybe pocket fives. He can Maybe bet. he bets fives on the flop. Yeah. yeah. That's not impossible. Right. Um, but what else? Like, do we really think he's going to bet ace queen? Ace on, king even. Yeah. Like on the river when the 10 pairs. I will admit he bet $1,000 that should fold out most tens. So from Rampage's point of view, he may think like, this guy can only call me with like aces, but he only has aces. Right. Like he doesn't really have trips. That's good very often. But well, I can't really bet see. very much. There's not my frequencies, my betting. Well, he could have some trips actually because the turn brought a second diamond. The 10's not a diamond. Okay. So he could have 10x of diamonds, his opponent. Okay. So he can have that. Yeah. But that's not too many of them. There's not too many other. And and maybe he's just, maybe Rampage is enough of a reputation that this guy is actually going to call a 10 on the turn sometimes anyway, which makes it even worse for Rampage to bet. I just don't think Rampage is going to tell a good story here at all. Right. He's not betting Ace King. That's the point. I don't believe he is. Why would you bet ace-king here? Like, are we getting called by worse aces? They're usually medium aces. Like, it's hard to imagine. And, I mean, your opponent can have a 10 because they can have the ten, jack-10, 10, queen-10, 10, king-10, 10, 9-10, 8-10, probably 7-10 of diamonds. Yeah, but you know who can't have trip 10s? I guess Rampage can have the 10 of diamonds X and maybe have to bet on the turn, but that's it, right? Yeah. Besides that, he's checking the turn with, it, with his, most of his 10s, I think. Like, jack-10. He's just checking that, isn't he? He might check the 10 of diamonds X, too. He might not always right. bet that. Because he, he doesn't sh- need to. Yeah, he has some showdown value. Yeah. So, so yeah. I just feel like the story is like, I have some very strong value and nothing else. And uh, guess what he bets. So like that's why of we're having this he conversation. Right. He's going to bet 2.2K. Now, if you know your opponent, this could be okay. It could. If you think your opponent is not going to think it through and is just going to fold his aces anyway, even though like your story is pretty bad, yep. then it's okay to do this. Of course it is. Yeah. There are also some opponents who just can't put together the story stuff at all. And they're just like, oh, you just have trip tens. And like, don't even, don't even do it. Like, forgetting about like, if you'd bet ace king or not. They just like, all they can do is see all the hands that are ahead of them and assume they all bet. Yeah. Which I definitely know people who do that. Um, but if you're past that, then you can't, I just don't think you can bet here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, poker is weird in this way that we're saying like, he's not betting ace king, but the whole reasoning behind not betting ace-king is not being able to get called by a worse aces. And now Rampage is trying to fold out a worse ace. Yeah, I know. It gets kind of interesting. So then, like, maybe... I mean, you can go enough levels deep where, yeah, I think you do get go for thinner value. I think it's possible to go for thinner value, but you have to to know your opponent to do that. Yeah. It's just so hard to get value here. Maybe ace-king exactly could bet. Maybe. I don't think I would do it, but it's not insane. You're going to bet fold, obviously. Mm -hmm. You figure if you check... A 10 is going to bet anyway, so maybe you can set your price. I can come up with reasons, but most aces aren't going to bet here. Most good aces aren't going to bet here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great story. Right. But Sai snap folds. Like, yeah. doesn't really think about it. I got a problem with that. Yeah, I think Sai needs to think this one through a little bit more. Like, you're just thinking Rampage does have trip 10s in his range? I mean, sure, he has some 10x of diamonds, but he's going to check some of those on the turn. Like, He's maybe he has a total of like two and a half combos of those when you get it all down to what it is, like after opening from the big blind, which is not an advantageous position yep. in this situation. I feel like Sai is one of those guys who's like, you know, you call twice, then you fold when they triple barrel because yeah. they have it so often in this spot on this, you know, on this kind of a board. Um, 
And so he just auto does that and isn't like thinking about, A, who's his opponent? And B, the board is really sort of saying like it's hard to have it. Another issue um, that Rampage has is that he, neither of his cards are diamonds. If both the mm. king and the jack were diamonds, it would be a much better bluff because you would block size most likely tens. Oh, interesting point. I like yeah. that. But he has no diamonds. Now, Psy being in the, the, the triple straddle means he's probably calling with all suited tens. But we're talking about getting here from the turn. Right. But I'm saying all diamond tens. He calls, he calls pre-flop, he calls the flop, he calls right, the Right, but so we would like to have any diamond then. It would be nice. Yes, that's right. Any diamond. So, so any version of so blocking, good, yeah. blocking his combos of tens that are available. Is, I, I was just saying, like, so I don't think that the fact that it's a king and a jack matters as much as but the, just diamonds in general. Like right. Any diamonds. But, but, you, but you're still making a good point there, for sure. So this is not the right combo of king-jack if we want to have any combo right. of king-jack. We want to at least have one, if not multiple diamonds yeah. here. Yeah, so it's not a good combo to pick. Um, but obviously it works out. I think... A lot like folding here is honestly not the worst thing in the world no. aside, but you should really think about it instead of snap folding. I mean, the hands that are most likely to be beating us are like pocket. I mean, we know all the hands that are beating us, but like pocket aces, ace 10. One combo, one combo of pocket aces. Yep. Not many combos of ace 10 either. No, there's there's uh, four, right? Uh, the two tens on board and two. Yeah. Four total. So that's five combos, pocket threes, pocket fives. So we would give all of those. We're up to 10 combos. 10 combos total. And then we have to ask ourselves, does Rampage have some bluffs here? Because if the answer is yes... Then we have to call. We have to call because we're getting a great price. It's 2.2 to win 5.6. Mm-hmm. We just don't have to be right very often, man. We've got to be right like one out of every like, you know, like four point something times or three point something, 3.7 yeah. times. Like, against a balanced player, this is a call. Against a guy named Rampage, this is a snap call. <laughs> and if you know anything about Rampage, yeah. the guy makes videos all the time. You should know something about this guy. It's an even easier call because we see he can be, we know he can be spewing. Yeah. This, but, is, this is surprising that he folds so fast, except that he's clearly just in that like uh, click, click war mentality. I think, yeah. With it. He's like, oh, I bet again. Yeah. yeah. Must fold. Which, you know, that's not a good place to end up. And I've, I've certainly been there. Not, oh, absolutely. Not, not to be too. hypercritical of, of Psy, because, you know, I've been there where, like, I've been playing hours and hours of poker, and I, I no longer necessarily have the capacity. I, I don't necessarily recognize that I'm not playing my A game anymore. And, like, I'm not thinking through all of the spots. I mean, Psy really he doesn't even have diamonds in his hand, which is another reason. Like, if he had the eight of diamonds, you could be like, well, I blocked some of the hands I want Rampage to have, because maybe he, he C-bets once and then continues on diamonds. Oh, he's like eight, nine of diamonds or something. Well, yeah, whatever. So any version of that, but yes. Um, and instead, like, nope, uh, I don't have any diamonds either. So even better reason to call. Like, yeah. Even more. Yeah, this feels like just a mistake to have, uh, to have folded here. At least to have folded this quickly, like you said. Maybe, maybe we could think for a long time and fold. Maybe. Yeah. But to insta-fold, can't be right. No, I don't think so. Well, let's see what the solver had to say about it. Okay. It's solver time. This is done by Danny Sprung. And you know what? I'm excited about this one because hmm. in all of the recent solver stuff, we've just been like, oh, the solver wants to do this. I hate the solver and the solver hates me. But this is the time that the solver agrees with us the most in, in my recent memory, actually. So classic Grant, he loves it when the authoritarian agrees with him. Do you love it when uh, when your teacher agrees with you, too? <laughs> sure. You do, huh? When the lifeguard is like, yeah, Grant, that is a way to save a drowning person. You love that, don't you? Yes. He's sycophant. <laughs> so let's get to the hand and the solver, what the solver said about this hand. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, on the flop, everything's cool. The solver wants Rampage to bet Yeah. with most of his range, because, of course, it's a range advantage board for him. And it wants Psy to call with Ace-8, of course. Of course. On the turn, it actually only wants Rampage to bet his actual hand a quarter of the time. We liked Rampage betting again, didn't we? Yeah, but it had nothing to do with his actual hand. 
Like, we liked just betting again in general. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, maybe we can have a lot of bets here. Maybe this isn't the best hand to have a bet with. Although we do still have a, a, a gut shot to the nuts. I you like know? that. It's, and sometimes it's when we, when we get called, although we fold out a lot of tens with this bet, we can get called. And as I said earlier, like any paint may make us the winner. Yeah. Ace eight is, of course, a call for the solver on the turn. Of course. Makes sense. Get to the river, the big juicy one. Here we go. And uh, the solver yet again agrees with us and wants Rampage to check. Although he's allowed to bet 8% of the time with this actual hand. Okay. So but mostly given up. Mostly just give up. Yeah. Because 10s, and as Danny pointed out, 10s and aces are the. We, we didn't mention this, but aces are also would have been an awful card for Rampage. I, I mean, wonder if Rampage would have gone for it on an ace. I'm not sure. I feel like he might have. I feel like he's just like in. He's Rampage. Trying to win the hand. Yeah. Like we see. It feels like when he doesn't know what to do, he just puts a big bet out there. Yeah. Which can really work in poker for a while. But as you get it, if you play against better and better players, it works less of the time because they're willing to make thinner calls and willing to pay attention to your frequencies. Yep. And, uh, you know, the solver surprises us a lot, but I was not surprised to see it agree with us that Rampage is supposed to check on this card. Yeah, me too. I yeah. Mean, this is like, I would be super surprised, in fact, if, if it's like, you should bet, bro. I, you know, I would have been interested. Do we have, uh, I, I, I wonder about if Ace King is a bet or not, specifically ah. for the solver. I don't know if we have that. Because we got some charts on that, but I don't know if we got that. Well, chart. if you want to see that, you can check out the nice. Discord. We're going to make a thread on our Discord. Uh, Danny will post his solver work there and that'll be the whole thing instead of just the highlights that we pick up. I'm actually looking and Ace King is almost always a check. Okay. So, so really agrees with us, the solver. Yeah. Good for you, solver. Yeah. You finally got one. Um, and then the Ace 8, which we thought should be a call for Psy against Rampage's line on this run out. The solver mostly agrees. Like it's slightly profitable to call with Ace 8. So I guess in a solver world, that means it definitely agrees. If it's slightly profitable, the solver wants to do it. Yeah, the solver would do it. And we were even saying like, we're not even 100% sure if you would call, but we think it's a huge mistake to insta-fold. Yeah. Like, you got to think this through. Think about your opponent. Think about what's happening if you want to call. Because there are clearly hands that are beating you here, right? Right. It's just the story is... It's too thin. It's only those hands, and you block some of the, mo- some of the biggest ones, and yeah. Feels yeah. Like- so good job. Solver was really in agreement Solver, with us. Solver, good job. I love Solver. Solver. Solver loves me. Sycophant Solver. Sure. Solver's now a sycophant. Why not? Why not? It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Okay. We're done. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it.